Before we get started, we wanted to share a quick message from one of our podcasting friends. Hello, ear buddies. My name is Angela Ferrari, and I'm the host of Story Spectacular. Get ready to listen to spectacular stories you can take along with you anywhere. Stories like the Flea Circus. Step right up and grab your magnifying glass to watch the greatest show on earth. It's time for the Flea Circus! Fun characters are always stopping by, like Digger the Dog. Hey, Angie, I love Story Spectacular, but keep me away from that flea circus. (laughs) You will also hear some groovy tunes. In the Amazon, Jamazon, we'll be jamming down the river to the break. Subscribe to Story Spectacular wherever you get your podcasts. All right. In today's episode, we're heading to Toronto, Canada's biggest and most culturally diverse city. We'll learn about Canada's two official languages and the different types of food Toronto has to offer. We'll explore Jurassic Park and have dinner in a revolving restaurant high in the sky. We'll also hear about a real life astronaut and the Prime Minister of Canada. Whoa, Jurassic Park and astronauts? This is going to be a great episode. But before we start, let's make sure we know where we're heading. Veronique, where exactly is Toronto? Why don't we look at a map together and find out? Grab your atlas or ask a grown-up to pull up Google Maps or any other map service. First, let's find the North American continent. See it? At the very top, there's a big sprawling country with vast forests and loads of huge lakes and bays. That's Canada. Now, let's find where Canada borders the United States. Found it? Great. Follow the border from the Atlantic Ocean inland, that's towards the west, until you come to a big lake. That's Lake Ontario. It's one of the five Great Lakes. These lakes are all connected by rivers and the famous Niagara Falls. If you look to the top left corner of Lake Ontario, you'll find Toronto. And this is where we're headed today to chat with 14-year-old Cameron. Hi, my name is Cameron. I'm 14 years old. I live in Toronto, Ontario. In my house, I live with my mom and my dad and my older brother, Ethan. I was born in Canada, as was my brother. Both my parents are Canadian, though my dad was born in St. Vincent, 
the island in the Grenadines. It's part. Of, it's in the West Indies. Two out of the four of us are bilingual. My brother and I, and we both speak French and English. Bilingual, Cameron. Can you explain what that means? So bilingual means that you could speak two languages. If you could speak two languages, in this case, Canada speaks French and English. You can, um, I guess, communicate with people better. Like I said before, since Canada is a bilingual country and French is very important. One of the things that makes Canada unique is that there are two official languages. And everything you see and read has both French and English writing on it. Like your box of cereal and your tube of toothpaste. So if this podcast was in French, this is kind of how it would go. Bienvenue Cameron à notre balado Go with Nugget for Kids. J'ai hâte de parler avec toi aujourd'hui et de savoir comment c'est la vie à Toronto. Salut, je m'appelle Cameron, euh, je suis 14 ans et je vis à Tor Toronto, euh, Ontario. Euh, je vis avec mes parents et mon frère qui est plus âgé que moi. Et j'étais née ici en Canada avec mon frère. Wait, wait, wait. I don't understand anything you guys are saying. Can we please switch back to English? <laughs> sure, sorry. I guess the French-Canadian me got a little carried away there. So, if French and English are the two official languages in Canada, how do kids learn both languages? So, it started off in elementary school, where we got enrolled in the French program where everything was taught in French until later years, like grade six. After grade six, most courses got transformed into English, you could say. And that's when we started having the actual English course, music in English, math in English. While English and French are Canada's official languages, there are many more languages spoken. It's a very diverse country, and people from lots of different cultures call Toronto home. And it's one of the things that Cameron loves the most about his hometown. So on my street, there are so many different cultures left to right. We have some people that are Greek, some people that are Malaysian, Italian, Vietnamese, South Asian. And it's very diverse and very multicultural, like Toronto is. Uh, I think it's nice to see everyone here. Like, it's not just one group of people. We're all mixed. Wow. I had no idea how diverse Toronto is. Yeah. And this diversity of cultures is one of the things that makes Toronto such a wonderful place to grow up. Even the schools in Toronto celebrate and embrace different cultures and traditions. Here's one of the big celebrations Cameron had at his school. So uh, at my school, we celebrated Tamil Heritage Month. Tamil Heritage Month celebrates the contributions that Tamil Canadians have made to Canadian society. The Tamil people are originally from southern India and northern Sri Lanka. During this celebration, the children learned about the Tamil language and culture. It was a big celebration for everyone. Uh, even the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau, came to our school and I got to shake his hand. It's a pretty big deal and, you know, I'm still bragging about it to this day. So, yeah, I was happy. I was very happy. Wow. Cameron got to meet the Prime Minister of Canada? That's incredible. It is. And it shows how important diversity is to Canada and its people. 
It's one of the many reasons Cameron wants to share with us everything he loves about Toronto. Oh, I can't wait to hear more. What does he enjoy the most about his hometown? Well, Cameron loves trying new foods from other cultures. And he told us Kensington Market is the place to test your taste buds with something new. Uh, let's start off first with Kensington Market. It's a very multicultural area, as Toronto is a very multicultural city. So if you go there, you'll instantly understand the different ethnic groups and the different foods. So I think that uh, if I were to take something to Kensington Market, it would be really good to see these different cultures and see these different foods, these different um, authentic cuisines, <laughs> different foods that you can eat there. That sounds like a great place where you can really see the diversity of the city and try some great food. Uh, you could have dim sum, which is basically steamed dumpling. When you, if you walk by a dim sum place, you'd smell like the different, the, the, the dough being made, the, the chicken or the pork, uh, the vegetables being steamed or the whole dumpling being steamed, the different sauces that you could eat there. Um, you could also smell the duck uh, that they use, that they eat, roasted roast duck. It tastes really good because uh, when we when I went to China with my family, uh, we made a bit of a memory there. Uh, I, we ate roast duck and we had um, dumplings as well. And when we came out of the building, uh, I was like, oh, that poor duck. And uh, my mom said, you know you ate that, right? And, <laughs> they all bursted out laughing. I'm just like, oh no, why? That's horrible. <laughs> I'd love to eat dim sum again. I really like it. I love Chinese food. What else is there to taste in Kensington Market? So there's also Indian food from different parts of India. Uh, another, uh, you could say, Indian-ish cuisine is butter chicken. So butter chicken is basically chicken that has a bit of a sauce on it, served with rice. It's like a curry-ish dish. It's chicken, rice, and a bit of sauce on it, a creamy sauce. It's usually eaten with naan. Uh, you could butter your naan, or you could have it plain. And when you, you eat it with your hands, so when you merge it together, your hands get all sticky, but then it's a nice taste to it as well, and it's a nice experience. It's also, a, you could say it's a type of bread, it's, it's basically, yeah, it's a bread that's very flat and uh, soft. I love buttering it and then heating it up. Oh, that sounds so delicious. It does. And in addition to Chinese and Indian cuisine, Kensington Market also has amazing Jamaican food. One of the other things I love are Jamaican patties. Uh, it's basically, you could have it with cocoa bread and then you have beef inside and then it's the, it's basically a pastry, but it with beef inside, and then you can have cocoa bread on top, and then when it's like a sandwich, and when you eat it, the the beef goes in, explodes in your mouth. The, there's a nice crunch to it, and then there's a nice soft taste, like creamy-ish taste to it, which is which I find really delicious. And then also there's a drink called Ting, and I made a little slogan called Taste the Ting. And it got very popular <laughs> in between my family. And I thought that was another memory that I made. It was pretty cool. One of the things that's really important to Cameron and his family is that they share these culinary experiences together. 
and enjoy, or not, depending on your taste buds, trying new things. What are the favorite foods you like to enjoy with your family? My family loves Mexican. I love it when they make me fresh guacamole at the table. Oh, and Japanese food. I really like Japanese food, too. Um, I quite like salmon sushi. I like to eat donuts at weekend with my dad. We also like having Chinese um, dim sum. I like eating noodles, pasta, pizza. Okay, I'm getting really hungry hearing about all these foods. Me too. Is it lunchtime yet? (laughs) Not quite, Rinyana. We still have to finish this episode. Before we do that, we wanted to share a quick message for all the grown-ups out there. In addition to this show, Go With Nugget for Kids, we also have a travel podcast for parents, which helps you make your vacation planning easier. It's called Go With Nugget for Parents. Each month, we head to a new, exciting destination and chat with a local parent about their nuggets of advice. It's really inspiring and full of great tips on traveling with your kids. So check out the episode notes for a link to that show and have a listen. Now, let's explore Cameron's favorite places to go in Toronto. So um, now I'd like to take you to Maple Beach Square, otherwise known as Jurassic Park. It's a great place to go if you want to see a Raptors game. Raptors? Isn't that a dinosaur? What kind of games do they play? We're not talking about those Raptors. We're talking basketball. Oh, okay, got it. The Raptors are Toronto's NBA team. And for all the basketball fans out there, they'll know that they won the 2019 NBA Final. One of the reasons Cameron loves to go and watch Raptors in Maple Leaf Square is the excitement and energy you get from watching the game with other fans. Another really unique and exciting place that Cameron likes to take visitors is the CN Tower. Uh, the thing I love about the CN Tower is the multiple attractions there. The two, my two favorite are the glass floor and the 360 degrees rotating restaurant. The glass floor is basically uh, a floor that is made out of glass that you guys can walk on and you see right underneath you. It's very, very scary at first, but then when you get used to it, it's so much fun. Then there is the 360 rotating restaurant. You're moving slowly, you're not moving as fast as I hoped. I'm a fast guy, but <laughs> yeah, you're moving slow so you can enjoy the meal and you can see a perfect view of all of A rotating restaurant up in the sky? I'm not sure I could stomach that. Just how high is it? The CN Tower is the ninth tallest freestanding structure. And it's 553 meters high. That's 1,814 feet. For those brave enough, you can get to the observation deck and glass floor from one of the six glass elevators in just 58 seconds. Okay, that's not for me. Rotating restaurants, glass floors, and a super fast elevator? Next, you're going to tell me I'm going to get hit by lightning when I'm up there. Funny you should say that, because lightning strikes the CN Tower around 75 times a year. 
Luckily, there are copper grounding rods that run down the side of the tower to the ground to help prevent damage caused by the electricity. That's great, but I'm not going to risk it. I'm only going on a nice, clear, sunny day. That's probably a good idea. And on a clear day, you'll get to see amazing views across Lake Ontario, all the way to New York State, and you can see all of Toronto, including the Toronto Islands. Cameron and his family like to visit Center Island in the summer. So the Toronto Islands are a chain of 15 islands in Lake Ontario. If you go to this island, you have to go by boat, so you have to take a ferry there. And they leave at specific intervals, so don't miss your boat or else you may have to swim. <laughs> but don't worry, you'll probably have to catch the next one. When you arrive there, you can purchase a four-wheeled bike, which I found pretty cool. It's like a, you're driving a car, but kids can drive it too, or at least I did. <laughs> and it's a great place to go to take photos of the whole skyline of Toronto or just have a nice picnic there. There's also an amusement park called Centerville with loads of rides and games. And there's Far Enough Farm, where you can pet and help take care of farm animals. They even have beaches, where you can go for a swim in the lake. Uh, in the summer, it's very, very hot. Uh, maybe not as hot as the United States, but for us, it's, it's pretty hot for me. Um, we usually would just, we go to the water park a lot. We can go swimming. Uh, you go to lots of beaches. We have lots of beaches in Toronto. Summers are wonderful in Toronto. And winters can be super fun too, but it can get very, very cold. So in the winter, it gets very cold. We get like, once we got to negative 20, negative 22, I think. And then with the wind chill, it's horrible. Ooh, that's really cold. That's about minus five degrees Fahrenheit. It's freezing. But Cameron finds a lot of fun things to do no matter what the weather is. We do lots of snowball fights. Uh, we make snowmen, you can go skiing, snowboarding, uh, tobogganing. That sounds like so much fun. What do you guys like to do when it's super cold and snowy out? Sledding, skiing, making snow angels and having snowball fights. I, um, I stick my tongue out and I get snowflakes. I like to build snowman and throw snowballs on mommy. <laughs> I like go sledding super fast down the hill. I um every time I come in for a bake I get break I get hot cocoa. Well, we usually sit um inside and ha- and either sit by the fire and watch a movie or maybe play a board game. I'm with you. When it's that cold, I'd rather stay inside. Where does Cameron like to go to escape the cold? Cameron loves going to the Ontario Science Centre. It's a really great uh, museum, you could say, for children at young ages. Uh, So there's different exhibits in the Science Centre. The one that I liked the most was the Game On exhibit. It's a bunch of different games that are from, like, the early days, like Donkey Kong and Pac-Man, to now, which is to um, <laughs> the Wii U, which is like Mario Bros and Mario Kart and Mario Party. And on his last visit to the Ontario Science Museum, he even got to meet a real live astronaut. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, 
One, fire. Another exhibit that I really liked was um, astronauts and women in space. Uh, when we went there, it was for uh, the opening of the exhibit. So I got to meet Roberta Bondar, the first female astronaut in space. Roberta Bondar is a neurologist and pioneer of space medicine research. She was one of the very first Canadian astronauts and flew on the American space shuttle Discovery in 1992. As a neurologist, she went to space to research how the human nervous system adapted to low gravity. For those of you who don't know what gravity means, gravity is what keeps us on Earth from floating up off the ground. In space, there's little to no gravity. So this research was important to help future space missions. She sounds like an incredible woman. Cameron is so lucky to have met her. Yeah, it was an exciting experience. I filmed it on my YouTube channel. <laughs> Wait, Cameron has his own YouTube channel? Yes, he does. And when he's done his schoolwork and sports practice, he works on it from home. So my YouTube channel is called Cameron Travels. It's actually trying to promote children to get out of their comfort zone. I, that's what I hope to get, the message I hope to get across. It uh, shows different activities and experiences and travel journeys that I went on, you could say. And what I've learned there, it shows a bit of the history about the place. And it shows what you could do there for fun. If you want to check out his YouTube channel, see some photos and find out more about his adventures, visit our episode page at www.nugget.travel slash podcast. Cameron and his family love to travel and have been to many really amazing places. I've been to 47 countries so far, and I've been to six out of the seven continents. My most memorable country, I would say, is China. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like dim sum, because... Uh, their culture and the history that they had was so deep and so interesting, I guess, for me. We learned about the terracotta warriors, which were statues, and they were they were warriors. And we learned about the Great Wall, the Great Wall of China. It was a great learning experience. And when I got back home to my school, I got to share it with them. And I think it really helped me in the classroom as well. Seeing the world also helped Cameron appreciate the diversity in his hometown. I, I think I'm more open-minded um, and more understanding of what the whole world has to offer. Um, and I think I'm way more out of my comfort zone than I used to be. Uh, I think that's great because if you're always in your comfort zone and not trying anything new, you'll never know if you like it or not. And you'll never know if it was meant to be. Like, what if you don't try something and it was um, probably your favorite thing that you were ever gonna do and you missed out on that opportunity? If you try it and you could say, take that risk, you might love it and keep doing it. And then what do you know? <laughs> you you do it forever and you love it still. That's such a good lesson for all of us. You never know if you might like something unless you try it. I feel like I learned so much from Cameron about different cultures and the importance of diversity in a city like Toronto. Me too. I'd love to try all the different foods in Kensington Market and check out the Ontario Science Centre. And maybe I'll get to meet a famous Canadian. 
We hope you enjoyed meeting Cameron as much as we did and learning about Toronto, Canada. He's inviting all our listeners to come and visit. I'd like for you guys to come down to Toronto and experience the culture and the different ethnic groups here for yourself. And hopefully you'll enjoy it. A huge thank you to Cameron and his mom, Heather, for helping us produce this episode and for sharing with us so much about their city and its incredible diversity. If you loved this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a Go With Nugget adventure. And if you want to share where you live or want to know about a place you're super curious about, we want to hear from you. Just ask your grown-up to record you and email us the recording at podcast at nugget.travel. Maybe you will be on the next show. Until next time, thanks for listening. This episode was written and produced by Ranyana Armstrong and Veronique Longwood-Kinsey. Our theme song was written and composed by Andrew and Polly from Ear Snacks. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for our next Go With Nugget adventure.